Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast night on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness, takes you from a place of pain, abuse, violence, rejection, and abandonment to a place of hope, healing, and power. All aboard this inspirational flight with your author, activist, advocate, and friend, Mr. Man of Purpose himself, your host, J.R. Dicklin. Everybody, welcome to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness, with your host, J.R. Thicklin. I am Tony Stalling, sitting in for J.R. Thicklin for just a couple of minutes. He's going to be in with you in a little bit. Until then, how's everybody been doing? Hope everybody's had a wonderful, wonderful weekend and ready to start the week roaring. I can't say roaring, roaring to start the week. <laughs> I'm Tony Stallings, like I said. It is uh, somewhere around October 15th. Did I get that right? Did I get that right? Is it the 15th? It's the 15th. And I am broadcasting on mobile tonight, so bear with me if you hear a lot of crazy stuff in the background. I am broadcasting outside of the Source Studios. So, um, as I said... Jay, Jay is going to be just a little late coming in, and I'm glad that I had this time to sit up and talk with you because I have really, really, really been, as they say in the 70s, digging what's been going on with this show. Um, it has really brought to front something that I didn't realize was the way it was until I got to checking out Jay's Facebook page. And by the way, if you are, uh, if you have some type of interest with uh, uh, domestic violence or abuse or anything like that, I would advise you to, to join his page. It's a revolution. It's not just a page that you, it's a revolution actually. It's something that I, I found to be very interesting. When he first invited me to it, I wondered, I said, what's that about? And um, as I began to watch it grow and watch people come out of the woodworks, I really, really, really began to feel his passion for it. 
So I want to just kind of, I'm, I'm kind of glad I got the mic for a little while because I just kind of wanted to interject my personal views about this particular show, Hope and Healing. Last week, let me tell you something. If you missed last week, please, please, I'm, let me cut the music down. I don't want you to miss this. Let me take the music all the way down. If you missed last week's show with Jay and his guests, please find your way to some type of <laughs> some type of computer, laptop, something, and listen to last week's show. You are going to be blessed. I was, uh, you know, I've been visiting my mom in the hospital, and in fact, to be honest, that's where I'm at now. And um, I happened to catch his show, and I was so intrigued by his guest uh, actually sharing uh, her experience of abuse and how she had come so far from it. If if you are in the middle of something or if you're going through something or you know somebody that's going through something, please go to soulofamericaradio.com. Look to the left. Look for hope and healing. Click on that. That will take you directly to that particular show, and you're going to be blessed. You're really going to be blessed. So I I came across, as I was saying, I got sidetracked when I thought about last week's show. <laughs> but I came across uh, this page, and I and I began to uh, look into it, and I was I was led to uh, invite. Jay to be a part of the staff um, because I felt the purpose and 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 what he was doing uh, needed to have a platform and it just so happened that uh, that that this brother was was actually looking for that platform so here it is and I am proud to have him I have been blessed by each and every show and not only does this show as he explained in his first show. Not only does it deal with domestic abuse, it deals really with any type of abuse that you're going through. And I and I'm speaking in 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 sort of like uh, as I'm speaking to a person because I know you're out there. I know there's somebody listening to this show. You may be listening in the archives. You may be listening live. You may be listening on the internet. You may be sneaking trying to listen. But I'm going to tell you, there's something here, there's something magic, there's something spiritual, there's something that you can get from this show, a connection, if you just stay tuned. And you can reach Jay tonight. He's going to be on a little later tonight, probably in about 20 minutes. Jot this number down. Jot this number down. 323-784-9638. 323-784-9638. Nine six three eight. Now, the reason that I'm so excited about this show is if you look at the format that we've tried to have with the new and improved SOAR, Soul of America Radio, we've tried to lead people in a direction where they can get nurturing for the spiritual well-being, for their relationship well-being, and for their self-esteem. Because when you are an abuse victim, when somebody is abusing you, whether it's emotional, whether it's uh, domestic, whatever it is, when you're getting abused, you lose self-esteem. Let me just share with you, I used to be a Birmingham police officer. And I can't tell you how many times 
I've seen a person lose self-esteem and just lose self-worth being an abuse victim. And hope and healing, even last week, I'm not not a, a domestic abuse victim. But that show gave me strength and and, and encouragement, even in the situation I'm in with my mom here at the hospital. You know, she had been under a major illness, and at the time, it didn't look good. But the strange thing about healing is if you don't watch yourself, (laughs) you might get a couple of things healed. If you don't pay close attention, you might get a couple of things and get hope in yourself again. That's why I like this avenue. That's why I like this particular brand because when I tuned in, I wasn't looking for that. But I got blessed. And I'm not a domestic abuse victim, but the thing about it is the message is the same, people. It's about faith. Not giving up. Not letting your circumstances decide who you are. You are not who your circumstances say you are. And, you know, this brother, since he's been doing this show, he's done about three shows, I believe. This is the fourth show. The stats, he hasn't really talked about it, but we've been doing shows over a year now. And Jay is the new kid on the block. His archive stats have been through the roof. I mean, there are people, you're out there. You're out there. By the thousands. His show easily can have a thousand listens in in days from the archives. You're out there. I know you are. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in tonight. And Jay is going to be a little upset with me. <laughs> When Jay gets to helm tonight, he's going to be a little ticked off. I might be an abuse victim tonight because I failed to extend the show. I was going to extend the show about 30 minutes, but I got caught up, and uh, I was in the room with my mom and some things transpired, and I was unable to extend the show. So um, so look out for me. Say a prayer. Because <laughs> I had promised uh, him that I was going to extend the show. But he will be on in a little bit, and he's going to go at least until um, the hour of uh, 10 Eastern and 9 Central. So I'm trying to do it as I'm speaking to you, (laughs) but I don't think that's physically possible. But I just wanted to continue on with the preface that this show has been a blessing to the soul of America Radio. As a matter of fact, I'm going to try to do it while I'm talking to you. But this show has been a blessing. So call up some people. Call them up and tell them to go ahead and tune in. Go ahead and get get uh, uh, everybody in your family. Let them know that uh, we're on live, and we're going to be on every Monday at, uh, at uh, 9 Eastern and 8 Central. And uh, let them know that there is hope and there is healing for victims of all types of abuse. You know, don't let, don't, as the kids say, don't get it twisted. Just because it says domestic does not mean that that's what we are, that's what we focus on. 
and I'm going to see if, if Blog Talk Radio will be gracious enough to let me extend it as I'm talking to you now. Hopefully the gods of Blog Talk Radio are listening to me and will grant us that extension so me and Jake can still get along. And let's see, the countdown is five, four, three. Did they do it? I believe that they did it. Let me check and make sure that they did it. They extended the show. Now, um, I'm sorry to share this with you, but I'm trying. It's like chewing gum and walking at the same time. I had to leave my studio to do this. Yes, we have extended the show, so everybody don't tell Jay that I didn't do it. Make him think I already did it. All right, so we got a secret to keep, right? Us, all of us, we tight, right? <laughs> so don't tell Jay that I forgot. Just let him think that I just went on and did. <laughs> I'm teasing because I know he's listening. Uh, but listen, listen, everybody, uh, seriously speaking, um, I really want you to encourage other people to tune into this show. Archive listeners are okay. And just looking at the stats, we've got thousands of listeners on the archive to this show. Um, between last week and this week, a week before last and the first show, you're talking about close to 2,000. And you're out there. What I want you to do is encourage people, if, if you can, to listen live. And I want you to encourage the, your your neighbors to tune in every week and listen to this brother. I was seriously blessed with last week's show. So like I said, go to www.soulofamericaradio.com. Look to the left, Hope and Healing. Click that, you should get the show. As a police officer, uh, I saw that all the time. And one particular incident is before we go to the break, um, a young lady used to call us every particular Friday, and they told us as police police trainees that the evenings in the summertime, Fridays and Saturdays, were when we have when is when we would have the worst domestic calls, the most frequent domestic calls. So, when it's hot. When everybody gets off work, generally around 5, after they visited the local state store, get a little hit, a little something to drink, after they visited their friendly dope dealers, they come to the house, and their family is together. Sometimes after a stressful day, sometimes after a not-so-stressful day, all it takes is one person. Or sometimes they come home knowing dad is going to hit mom tonight or mom is going to be mad and hit dad. And I've seen it over and over again. The little doe-eyed children that sit there and watch this stuff happen. The frightened looks on the person being abused as they're opening up the door giving me eye signals telling me that he's in the house. Listen, don't give up hope. This brother Jay has a movement going. Join him on Facebook. Go to uh, com and connect with him. He's got a, a, a slot up under it, up under his picture, 
that's a private way to reach him. And you can uh, email him. He will email you back confidential. Don't put your life history down there. Just give him some good information enough to want to contact you, and, and he'll uh, he'll get back with you. We've got several people that have wanted to be a part of this show, uh, to be interviewed, uh, and uh, I've spoken with a couple of them, and you'll be having some good guests coming up on this show, some good guests. And let me plug uh, Dr. Bo. He comes on Thursdays at 8 o'clock uh, p.m. Central Time, 9 Eastern. He is our relationship guy. If you are going through a relationship, whether it's man, woman, uh, brother, sister, father, son, husband, wife, he doesn't do the the man, man, but that doesn't mean, you know, <laughs> he, just don't, he just sticks with the conventional. But Bo, I mean, even if it's coworker, uh, you know, employee, employer, he's a relationship guy, and he expounds wisdom on us. And I've learned a lot from Dr. Bo. And his, he's coming up uh, this Thursday. I believe it's this Thursday. Uh, Bo has been uh, having some things he's doing, and he has missed the last couple of shows. But I believe he might be back this this Thursday. If not, it'll be the following Thursday. And Saturday, oh, hell, no devil. It's just like it sounds. <laughs> you know, it's slapping the devil in the face. And these sisters, Tony and Evelyn, are bold. They don't really care that people are saying, you shouldn't talk to the devil. You should. These sisters have their fists in one hand, and they've got the word of God in the other. And if you join them Saturday night, 9 Eastern, 8 Central, you're going to get some blessed word. They're teachers. They're not just sitting on the uh, mic spewing out. Hallelujahs and praise God, they are teachers. And you will learn something, no doubt about it, no doubt about it. So join us on those shows. Now, Tony Stalin's Live is going through an overhaul. I'm about to start doing five nights a week shows. I've uh, actually purchased another station to start doing it on so it won't interfere with any of the shows you're listening to now. So... I will be a featured host on Block Talk Radio. So, with that being said, uh, either after the break or shortly after, Jay Thicklin is going to be on, and his show has been extended until 10.30 Eastern Time, 9.30 Central. So, remember what I said. Go to soulofamericaradio.com and just give them a shout. Just let them know you're listening. Let them know you heard the show. Let them know what, what, uh, that, uh, that you're supporting him. And uh, and I'm sure you'll love it. I am way past my break time, and uh, what I want you to do is uh, I'm going to be checking to see if Jay is in the building. And uh, if he actually is, if he actually is, I am going to uh, let him come on back into the show. If not... I will definitely be back on the other side. Y'all take care. And remember, you're soaring on the soul of America Radio. We'll be right back. Coast to coast. 
This is the Soul of America Radio. My name is Bernadette Stannis, and you know me as Thelma from the TV show Good Times. And I am hanging out with Tony on the Soul of America Radio. Needing strength from the Word of God. Needing the voice of wisdom in a relationship. Needing a new direction to go in in an abusive situation. That's why we're here. This is the Soul of America Radio. We now return you back to the show. Write that down. Tune into this show with a notepad and a pencil. 
and jot some stuff down. He said a couple of shows ago, and I think I might have been one of the guests on it, that sometimes your worst fight is not with the person doing the abusing, it's with the person being abused. But don't give up. You see, it's a it's, it's a concentric zone. If I remember in, in college or high school, a concentric zone spreads outward. And what happens is when the abused person suffers abuse, it starts in the center with that person, and it spreads outward to their descendants, to their siblings, to their parents, to their grandparents, and on so forth, neighbors, friends. Everybody suffers. Everybody suffers. And another thing I found particularly particularly disturbing, and I, I don't know if many people even talk about this, but, you know, in, in Alabama, they've got a law that if I, as a police officer, go to a domestic violence scene and the woman opens the door and she's got marks, bruises, and she says, my husband beat me, and I tried to defend myself, but I couldn't. In Alabama, and, I, and, I, and I'm having mixed emotions about telling you this, but you need to know. In Alabama, you both go to jail. If he's got marks, and you got marks, you both go to jail. Don't let that frighten you. I don't know if somebody's told you that or not, but that's the truth. It's really up to that officer's discretion. So here's my advice as a former police officer, okay? Defend yourself. Do what you have to do to defend yourself. Don't stand up there because I, I, I believe me, believe me. I've shown up at um, places where the woman just let him beat him because she was scared if she hit him back, she'd go to jail. That's malarkey. That's crazy. And I, I agree with you. The law shouldn't even. It's at the discretion of the officer. Here's what you do. And I'm, and I'm going to have to play something in a minute as Jay and I transition. Here's what you do. Listen to me carefully. Listen to me carefully. First of all, if you're in the middle of an abuse, abuse situation and, and, and uh, it, it happens to be domestic because that's what the law covers on this particular issue, defend yourself. Now, defend yourself doesn't necessarily mean go get the pistol and empty it. But you're there. You're on the scene. You know what's at stake. Defend yourself. As soon as you get a chance, dial 911. Sometimes the perpetrator will dial 911 to seem as if he was on attack. Secondly, 
if an officer comes and wants to arrest you, don't resist. Explain your story. Ask to explain it to a female officer. Not, not, the reason I said that is not because it's any worse or less, but explain it to a female officer if you can. If, if not, officer is an officer. Okay? And just ask to speak with their immediate supervisor because in, 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 in our area, the immediate supervisor can make the decision as to whether or not to arrest you. Don't freak out. Don't panic. Okay? Because people know the difference. People aren't stupid. And defensive wounds are different than wounds that are caused overtly. And pray. So do not resist arrest. Because that's going to be something that I, that's out of the control of what they're there for. Try hard to keep your calm and realize that you can speak, you can ask to speak to a supervisor and explain the situation. And the reason I say female is sometimes, uh, and, and not all the time, is, is some of the female officers might be a little more, a little, little better here than some of the males, depends on where you are. So. I am told that uh, that uh, that uh, Jay is about to get started, and his show is extended for another hour. We got an hour left, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and play just a little something, and at the end of that particular piece, the next voice you hear will be Jay Strickland, Jay Dickman. So y'all take care. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you tonight. And uh, I think I did pretty good. Did I do pretty good? Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I'm going to play a little transition music here while we're doing this. Um, and I want you to sit tight. Don't go anywhere. Uh, when we come back, it's going to be in full force. The main man himself is going to be on the mic. J.R. Dickman. So I am about to terminate my services and bring Jay home. It's been a pleasure. Y'all take care. I'll see you on the next go round. But here I stay. 
Welcome to Hope and Heal, a journey to wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and thank you so very much for being patient with me. And I'm very appreciative to Mr. Tony Stallings for an absolutely awesome job of covering me until I made it here to the studio. Uh, but I'm excited. Uh, what a great bit of information that Tony shared, and I hope that you took that down. Uh, I'm absolutely uh, elated, I'm privileged, and I'm blessed uh, to be able to have someone like Mr. Stallings uh, to head up the Soul of America Radio and to be able to be so on hand with each of us as we walk through this process. Well, I want to say happy Monday to you. That's right, happy Monday. I believe that every Monday is a marvelous Monday. I believe that Monday has the potential to be the game changer. In other words, we can command our week. We can command our day. We can command the rest of the week on our Mondays, and we can go forth and make some great things happen. I'm excited. We've come through the weekend. We've seen some tremendous things happen, and I hope that you've been doing well. Call a friend. Call a neighbor. Let them know that Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, is on the airway right here on Soul of America Radio. You can call us at area code 323-784-9638. That's area code 323-784-9638. Let someone know that they can find us. Go to soulofamericaradio.com. Look right over there to the left tab, Hope and Healing, and join us live right now. If you're listening, and this happened to be uh, archived for you in the next uh, few days or so, I trust and pray that you are ready to make this journey. I believe that every day is an opportunity, an opportunity to get better, an opportunity that no matter what we face, that we have the opportunity to determine destiny to a certain degree. In other words, beloved, we all are going to be tried with something in our lives, and we're going to all face something. But here's the difference. We can choose to allow it to make us bitter, or we can choose to make it uh, make us better. I choose to make me better. And so I just want to say to you today, if you're listening to me, wherever you are, what an opportunity. We've been dealing here uh, this the month of October, which is not only National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and to all the survivors of breast cancer, and to all of those that may have lost a loved one to breast cancer, we uh, not only uh, our heart goes out to you, but we salute you, those of you that are survivors, and we say to you that continue to remain strong. And for those of you that are listening to that, I trust that uh, definitely uh, women, those of you that are 40 and over, to get your mammogram, uh, make sure you get your uh, your checkups and do your self-checking, and uh, that you can help combat and reduce your chances of having breast cancer. But this month is also Domestic Violence Awareness Month, National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. All over the country, there are many festivities and many things that are happening as it relates to domestic violence. And I'm telling you, there is a need for it because abuse is running rapid in our society. We had a tremendous event this past um, Saturday he, uh, down in South Florida. We had a tremendous event. We had an evening of hope and healing, domestic violence awareness, uh, musical and gala. And what a time it was as we celebrated the strength and the courage of victims of domestic violence and survivors and their families. And we began to raise the awareness, and we did it up under the atmosphere of just soulful gospel music. I mean, just beautiful music, both uh, contemporary as well as some traditional and urban. It has been absolutely a tremendous time, and there were people who lived with touch. There was healing to those who may have been victims and had never shared that story with anyone else. But I want you to know it's a real subject. 
Now, some of you are listening to me right now. You are saying, wow, what is going to happen tonight? Well, I'm so glad that you asked. Tonight, I want to continue on as we talk about this epidemic, as we talk about this pandemic that we call domestic violence. And I want to take calls tonight. I have, I've been granted, thank you, Mr. Solis, I have been granted an extra 30 minutes. So I want tonight, I want it to be a night that you can call in, and if you desire to talk, you know, uh, press the one when prompted to, and we'll acknowledge you and get you on the air. But you can call us at area code. That's right, area code 323-784-9638. Let me try it again. Area code 323-784-9638, and that will get you right in to us on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Now, as we begin to say today, domestic violence is a very prevalent uh measure in our side of our country. It's a very prevalent epidemic that is happening. You know, on a national average, it says every 12 seconds a female is battered. Every six hours a female dies directly related to domestic violence. I want to say this because I've heard so much lately about this. I don't want to, for one second, to pretend that domestic violence does not happen to men. Men are victims of domestic violence. Yes, I know that they make up about 90% of all reported cases of abuse, but men are victims of domestic violence. It does happen, and, uh, and the dynamics are a little different. And not only are the dynamics are a little different, sometimes it's a little tougher as well for men to get the help that they need simply because of societal structures, uh, stereotypes, and all those things there that are attributed to what makes a man a man. So as we talk about domestic violence, there are so many things that we could talk about tonight, so many incidents that have occurred, so many things that are happening around us, a neighbor you know. And it's an interesting thing because of the fact we're seeing such a prevalence of really horrific domestic violence crime. What do I mean by horrific crime? We're not just seeing domestic violence affect just one family member, but we're seeing domestic violence take out whole entire families. We're seeing not just murder-suicide. We're not just seeing the homicide-suicide. We're, we're seeing formalicide, where the entire family is taken out, and the perpetrator themselves. And the thing about it, how do we escalate? How do we go from one, uh, you know, what may start off as verbal abuse and mental abuse and those things to the point of where someone who vowed to love you is now literally taking your life, that is trying to destroy you. And so when we talk about that, we talk about there are many that are listening now. You are dealing with stalking. You are running from a person who continues to stalk you. There are some people that never get the memo that, listen, it's over. You said that it's over. You made up in your mind that you're, that you're no longer in the relationship, but they have not come into agreement with it. So as a result, they continue to stalk you. They continue to call you. They write you. They email you. They, they, um, they cyber-stalk you on, on the Internet, on Facebook, and other social medias, and you find yourself very much afraid, not knowing what's going to happen next. And so I know there are some people that are listening to us right now, and you have experienced either stalking, domestic violence, abuse, or anything of that nature. And so tonight I want to open up the lines um, at area code 323-784-9638. Uh, you can call in. And as you call in, uh, we definitely want to be able to take your call on today uh, right here on Hope and Healing, Our Journey to Wholeness. Now, I will tell you this. Some of the most horrific cases that I've seen and that I've had opportunity to be a part of in sense of not only observation but also in terms of uh, uh, just uh, process in this case, I think I may mention to you that I have the opportunity, uh, the privilege that I was appointed to sit on the statewide domestic violence fatality review 
uh, board here in the state of Florida. You know, it's an interesting thing as we review these horrific cases that happens when domestic violence uh, ends up turning uh, to a fatality. And part of our job is to review certain cases and kind of comb through these cases, looking to find uh, things that could have been different, that could have been better, things that we may could uh, use to uh, to give suggestions, maybe better training in one area or another. It could be the fact that, you know, a better way to inform any of those different things, but we look for things, and after this team works together, we we definitely uh, we have recommendations that we send on to the to the state legislators, and uh, and our whole job is to hopefully get the state legislators to begin to pass some laws that would make uh, victims and make individuals safer as it relates to domestic violence. So I definitely want you to understand that I've seen some horrific uh, incidents that have happened. And some of the things that we fail to think about because of the fact that most people think that when they begin to see those early warning signs in domestic violence that, you know, it won't get any worse than that. Well, you know, I beg to differ because of the fact that what we do know that it tends to get worse before it gets better. So when it gets worse, the worse becomes a point of um, a point of escalating violence, and that escalating violence could definitely turn fatal. So you have to be very careful and very mindful of the fact that if you're dealing with a perpetrator who has a history, are you dealing with a partner who owns weapons? Do they occasionally threaten you with the weapons? Do they make little innuendos about what they would do with the weapons? Are you afraid of them? You know, what are what is their past? You know, uh, you have to ask those questions there. Then the other part about it, does this person display their weapons? Does this person, you know, uh, threaten you with those weapons? And if they threaten you, you know, you must understand that like, more likely they will carry out that threat at one point or another. So when we start talking about domestic violence and this type of abuse, there are a lot of people that very much struggle. They struggle because no one wants to look at their partner as being a perpetrator because we, the victim loves trying to remember that person as being the sweet person that they were in the beginning, the knight in shining armor, the person who was so caring, the person who was so endearing, and the person who we thought that was so loving, and then to see that person begin to unravel and become a person who's controlling. A person who has become not only manipulative, but a person who's become, uh, you know, uh, abusive, not only mentally, but also physically. So that's a real issue as we look at this situation with domestic violence. You have to be very mindful of those signs. And as much as you want it to look like uh, everything is great, you've got to be willing to take off the rose-colored glasses and recognize it for what it is. Because it can be the difference between life and death, the difference between survival. So I say to you today, even those of you that are listening tonight, and you say, you know, maybe I'm not a victim, but I have a friend that is. I have a coworker. I have a girlfriend. I have a boyfriend. I have someone that I know that is in an abusive relationship. You know, I've told my friend, or I told my sister, or I told my niece, you know, that they need to make better choices or they need to get out of the abusive relationship. And perhaps I'm talking to you tonight. Perhaps you tried to get them to really understand the danger they're in, and perhaps they don't seem like they're listening. Perhaps it seems like it's going in one ear and out of the other. I want to encourage you this evening that regardless of what it looks like, it's not that. You've got to be patient and understand that oftentimes to the victim that's in an abusive relationship, they really are holding out on hope. They're hoping that this individual will change. They're hoping that this individual will go back to being the person they knew them as, the knight in shining armor, that person that really cared for them, that person who really adored them. 
And that's what they're hoping that will happen. But unfortunately, it doesn't happen that often. So you've got to be patient. And the one thing I will say to you is remind them. Remind them of their own value. Remind them how valuable they are. Remind them that they deserve better for their lives. And I want to talk about that a little bit more on the other side of the break. We'll get ready to take a break. But listen, I want to invite you to call in tonight. That's area code that's area code three two three. 784-9638, area code 323-784-9638. You can reach me right here. I'm J.R. Ficklin, and you're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Hey, I want to get back with you after the break. Call a friend, call a neighbor, let them know that Hope and Healing is on the airway, and I'm looking to hear your call right after the break. I will see you on the other side of the break. Tell somebody to join us here on Hope and Healing on Soul of America Radio. with your host, J.R. Thicklin. We'll be right back. Don't you go nowhere. Don't touch that dial and take it easy. If you're listening to the show tonight and you feel led to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638. And if you're already holding, press 1 to let Jay know that you want to talk. We'll be right back. Your host, J.R. Thicklin. Welcome back to Hope and Healing, a journey to hold us. I'm your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so glad that you've taken the time to join us here on Soul of America Radio. And that's right, we have been talking about domestic violence, some of the dynamics thereof, and sometimes a very awkward and a very frustrating position it could be when you have a friend or you have a loved one that is going through domestic violence, and you're really trying to convince them to get out of it. And so oftentimes it seems like it falls on deaf ears. So uh, what I'm saying to you that you have to possess a certain amount of patience for the victim because the victim doesn't necessarily move in your timing. And then you must understand that it's not so easy just to get out of it. It really takes some strategic planning in many, in many cases. 
And then in most cases, the victim kind of knows the perpetrator a little bit more than you think they know them. So they have to be very careful of when they make their moves and what they say. Now, it, it goes without saying that the greatest time of danger for a victim of abuse is when they have left or trying to leave the abusive relationship. There's a higher there's a higher escalation of violence, and there's even a higher escalation of death that happen when they try to leave the abusive relationship. Not that we're advocating that you just stay in it. What we're advocating is that you leave wisely and you leave safely and have a, having a plan and developing that safety plan that you can get out of it and you can get out of it alive and your children can get out of it alive and, uh, you know, without any fatality and without any greater hurt. So I want to encourage you inside of that. Now, there are many of you that are listening tonight, and I just want you to know you have dealt with that. Perhaps you have a friend right now, someone you know, that is going through this situation, and you've been trying to convince them that they need to get out, that they're better than this. They don't deserve this type of abuse. And perhaps that's what you've been doing, but what I want to say to you is this, is that not only do you have the patience, but you've got to continue to remind them. Remind them of what? Remind them of their value, that they deserve better than that. Remind them that they do have worth. Remind them that they are they do make a difference, that their existence matters, because oftentimes they are not only being beaten up, but they've been beaten down verbally. They've been beaten down emotionally. They've been beaten down in so many different ways. And don't let anyone tell you anything differently. It doesn't matter how educated or intelligent you are. Reality is, is when you're beaten down emotionally and your confidence is gone and your self-esteem has been served up on a platter, you are very much vulnerable to what is being said to you and what is being done to you. And perhaps you have a friend, perhaps you have someone that you know that's in that exact situation. I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you today to not only have patience, but I want to encourage you today to continue to encourage them. The one thing you don't want to do is that you don't want to start calling them names and saying you're crazy, you must like it, you won't get out. You know, hey, if you like it, I love it. You can't do those type things because what you're doing then is basically the same thing that their abusive partner is doing. You're name calling, you're putting down, you're manipulating, you're making them feel as if they're inadequate or insufficient. So I want to challenge you in terms of that. Perhaps someone is listening today and you're saying, I know someone that's an abusive relationship. I've been trying to tell them what to do. I've been trying to get them to get out. It seemed like you hit a dead wall. Give us a call here right now at area code 323-784-9638, and I would like to have that dialogue with you on tonight. You know, there's so many things that happens in the world as it relates to domestic violence. And I understand that, you know, it becomes a whole lot more popular subject when it's happening to a celebrity of someone that we know. But you've got to understand the value of life is life, and it, it is what it is. It doesn't have to just happen to a, uh, you know, uh, a Rihanna. It doesn't have to happen to just a Evelyn and, and uh, Evelyn and uh, Chad. It could happen to everyone, Mary Q. Public. Jane Q. Public, John Q. Public, who lives right next door around the corner, oftentimes involved in domestic violence relationship, and we see it happening. And I want you to know that it is your business. How do, what do you mean it's your business? It is your business because of the fact that it's a human life or human lives that are there. And the impact of that violence goes far beyond just that couple. 
oftentimes it has impacted that child, and oftentimes that child or those children are playing with your children, and therefore the impact is there and it's transferred, oftentimes in the way that they interact with each other. So it is your business. Someone has to speak up. Someone has to be a man or woman enough to call the police. Don't just sit there and not call. Don't just sit there and ignore it. Don't turn off your light when you should be, you know, picking up the phone. Somebody's life may depend on it. And you've got to understand that life is precious. You know, this past weekend here in South Florida, we had a tremendous event. I was alluding to it earlier, called an evening of hope and healing, a domestic violence awareness musical and gala. And, you know, some of the testimony that was shared was absolutely uh, phenomenal. And when I say phenomenal, it's because, of fact, it shows you the strength and courage that every person who experienced domestic violence goes through. So in many ways, some people may look at a victim of domestic violence and say, well, they're they're weak or pitiful them or they're in a situation I feel sorry for them and all those things. But let me say something to you. They're not weak. They're actually strong. It takes incredible strength to be resilient and to deal with these type of abusive relationships. It takes incredible courage to do so. And so never label them as being weak. They're individuals that definitely have a tremendous strength, but they also need the support of family. They need the support of friends. They need the support of a neighbor. They need the support there. And one of the things that was so touching about uh, Saturday at this event was hearing um, one of the uh, attendees there who actually spoke, one of the survivors, her, her daughter was murdered here about five years ago. And it was an eerie feeling when she began to talk about how she did not have a good feeling about this particular person uh, that was dating her daughter right from the beginning. And this individual um, uh, uh, definitely began to control her daughter. This individual went from just control to hitting the daughter in the face with a broom and literally breaking it across her face. And that abuse began to escalate. And the daughter said that she knew she had to end it and she thought she had ended it. And that's what I was alluding to earlier. How many of you today, you're listening, and you thought that you've ended a relationship. You told the person, I'm done. I'm out of here. I don't want to be a part of it. You know, it's over. We're not a company any longer, only to find out that only you signed off on that. The other individual did not sign off on it, and therefore they continue to treat you as if you are in relationship with them. They become controlling. They become more abusive. And this particular individual is that way. And that individual... Um, you know, didn't stop until he uh, eventually took her life. And uh, as the story went, she had stopped seeing him, but he had not stopped seeing her. And and uh, as he approached her house, as he approached her house one Saturday, um, he was there and she heard gunshots, and everyone heard gunshots outside, and there were many gunshots. And when she went outside, it was him that was shooting a gun. And he didn't stop shooting. He started shooting with little children, including her child, being outside and was playing. So uh, of course, she went back to get her children, and this individual continued to shoot, and uh, literally forced her in the car with him. As he forced her in the car with him, um, he then takes her out on this road uh, here in this area here. That is an old stretch of road where nothing is there but you know canals and and woods and things and. Uh, he began to uh, take her out there, and by that time, neighbors did call 911. And when the neighbors called 911, police got on his track, uh, tracked him out there and to this abandoned road on this particular highway. And when they uh, surrounded him, uh, they did the, uh, what we call the stop sticks, which blew out his tires. But afterwards, there was two shots. And the two shots was him shooting her and then shooting 
and killing himself. And uh, what a tragic story. A young lady who was just in her very early 30s was killed, although she tried to get out of the abusive relationship. Perhaps you're listening tonight, and you're saying, well, thank God I didn't get killed. But you still are dealing with the scars. You still are dealing with the abuse. You still are dealing with the memories. You still are dealing with the inner pain of what it was when you were in an abusive relationship, when that individual controlled you, uh, made you do things that you did not want to do, when that individual threatened you, when that individual manipulated you. Those were some very tre- uh, treacherous times, and so many people are dealing with those things. And you have to understand there is healing. It's not always an instant healing when you got out of an abusive relationship. It's a process. But I want to urge you to take that process. I want to urge you, number one, to forgive yourself and not to blame yourself for what happened to you. You're not to blame for the abuse. Listen, the perpetrator, your partner, the abusive person, they they earn every bit of blame that they have. And when I say every bit of blame, they earn it because, in fact, it was their desire to control you. It was their desire to uh, to manipulate you. It was their desire to ultimately hurt you. And you don't have to apologize for that. But I tell you, as you begin to take that next step in your journey to healing, recognize the fact that you are valuable, and you're valuable beyond measure. And not only are you valuable beyond measure, that you, you deserve a better life. Can I go a little further and say to you, listen, that's just not the life God intended for any of you to have, to be in an abusive relationship. And I want to dispel some myths. I, I have to because there's too many people still in this day and time, I'm hearing young ladies and even teenage girls who are still recording old things like this that are saying, if a man doesn't hit you, he doesn't love you. Come on, people. Love is not hitting Love is not abuse, and abuse is not love. So you got to definitely get out of your mindset and understand the fact that if a person is abusing you, if a person is hurting you, then that individual doesn't love you. That individual does not care about your well-being, and therefore that individual there, you've got to make sure that you don't remain in that relationship uh, too long. You've got to find ways out of it. You've got to take the uh, the proper steps. I talked a little bit earlier about, you know, safety plan, developing your own safety plan. You need to determine what you're going to start putting aside, how you're going to do the things you need to do. Make copies of your Social Security card. Make copies of your driver's license and those things, those important paperwork that you have. Uh, copies of the children's uh, prescription and of the children's uh, important paperwork. Make copies of it. Have a friend, someone that is very trusted there. You know, begin to start taking clothes and, you know, and, and little by little begin to get your clothes together so that you can prepare yourself to exit this relationship. There is no excuse for abuse. And I'm saying to you today, if you're in an abusive relationship, I want you to understand that you don't deserve it. So I encourage you to call the national hotline, 1-800-799-SAFE. That's right, 1-800-799-SAFE, because you deserve to be safe inside of your home. There is no excuse for abuse, and I want you to know that you are better than that. Look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you're better than that. I want to encourage you to tell a friend that they're better than that. Listen, I'm coming up on uh, a break in a second. I'm going to send the show today by another 15 minutes, and uh, because of the fact I came on a little late, and I do think uh, Tony Stallis is sitting in for me, and uh, definitely uh, just keeping that the seat warm and keeping a very intriguing conversation. But I want to see you right up on the other side of the break. I want you to tune in for the last 15 minutes 
of Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. And I'd like for you, if you'd like to call in, you'd like to speak to me tonight, call me at area code 323-784-9638. That's area code 323-784-9638. And I'll definitely be looking to talk to you on the other side of the break. I'll be with you very shortly. This is J.R. Thicklin. Thank you for listening to us on Soul of America Radio. I'll see you on the other side of the break. To the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. And remember, you can catch this show every Monday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 8 o'clock p.m. Central. And give them a call tonight at 323 784 9638. 323-784-9638. This is SOAR. Three seven eight four nine six three eight. You give Jay a call right now. And now back to the show. We want to do the right thing. We don't want to alienate them. We don't want to alienate them and they then feel terrible. We don't want to alienate them and they feel as if they don't have a voice or they feel like uh, they're being put down. So that that is a critical part of what it takes to be a friend when we're dealing with someone in an abusive relationship. You know, the thing I want to say to so many people, because when we see domestic violence turn to fatalities, there are many people that find themselves saying things such as, you know, I didn't think it would happen this way, or I knew they were having trouble, but I did not know uh, – you know, I did not know that, you know, it was as bad as it is. So what I want to say to you now is the fact that, 
you've got to reach out a little further. You've got to have the patience, uh, and you've got to be discerning. So when you see a friend or someone that's experiencing domestic violence, and when you have a friend or someone that has experienced domestic violence, you know, don't be afraid to step out and to say something. Set up and say something there because it's very critical when people are experiencing domestic violence. Every one of us, every one of us know of someone who has experienced or are experiencing domestic violence. And this is what this show is all about, hope and healing. It's a journey to wholeness, whether you're a victim, whether you're a friend of a victim, a survivor, or whatever it may be. So tonight, you know, I just want to open up the line for the, for the next few minutes here. You can call in, area code 323-784-9638, and I invite you, if you like to talk, if you like to be uh, on the airway, uh, just press 1, and I'll acknowledge you, and I'll bring you on the air. Maybe you have a question. Maybe you have a comment. Maybe you have a story. Maybe someone you know that's been in an abusive relationship. Maybe, you, maybe you're frustrated. You're Scratch your head, how can I help my friend who's in trouble? How can I help my sister who's in trouble? And that's very important because people are there. I mean, here today, gone tomorrow. Too many cases I've seen where friends, loved ones, they knew of the abuse happening but did not know what to do or did not make that call in time did not say what they need to in time, or did not reach out in time. So I encourage you today, even as you're listening today, perhaps you know of someone, perhaps you know someone who's in an abusive situation, and perhaps you have a question, perhaps you're saying, look, what do I do in this case? I invite you once again, call us at area code 323-784-9638, and uh, if you'd like to be on the air, like to be acknowledged, just hit 1. Okay, I have a caller there on, looks like it's caller here on um, our line here, uh, uh, 6537. I'm going to just acknowledge that caller right now. And let me get that caller on the air. Caller, you're in the airway. You have a question. You have a comment. Welcome to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Thank you so much. I'm enjoying the show, and I want to salute you on the fine work that you're doing regarding domestic violence. It's not often that you have a man that is blowing the trumpet, so I do salute you. Well, I thank you for being on the air with us. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, Mr. Stallings was talking about our show last week that was on, and I am so glad to have you on uh, again, caller, uh, because, of fact, for those of you that missed on last week, I invite you to go to our archive. You can go to our archive by going to soulofamericaradio.com, and you can go there over to the left there tab and go to Hope and Healing. And when uh, you go to Hope and Healing there, uh, just go to the show. that uh, The show was last week on October 8th. And uh, you can go and listen. My very powerful guest I had on last week, Dr. Valerie Parker, and uh, she shared a, a, her story of not only how she came through, she shared her story about her triumph, and she shared a story about how, uh, you know, how literally she went from pain to power. Listen, I'm glad that you're with me today. Uh, I would love for you, uh, with our audience today, uh, for those that may be listening for the first time that didn't hear you last week, perhaps just kind of share, uh, you know, how the win? How did you get your win back? How did you get your wings after being inside of an of abusive marriage for seventeen years? Well, um, my children were my uh, inspiration, as you will, that caused me to shift and to get my strength back, get my power back. I have two boys, two girls, and it was devastating to me because of the fact that. 
that my children were between the ages of 8 and 14 at the time, and they had to defend me against their father from hitting me, and it was that that gave me the courage because at no time should a child raise up against a parent regardless of what the situation, because God is not going to change his law or, or his way just to accommodate us. So uh, in the midst of that, I had to take ownership of my situation where I was and create the shift, the, the paradigm shift, if you will, in my life so that I could be on the track that I am right now. Now, when you say that, you know, you talk about your children really being the wings, you know, and, and it was an interesting thing because I, I like to point out the fact that Domestic violence situation doesn't look the same to everybody inside of every situation. And I, I want to bring it a little bit closer to the spiritual realm because oftentimes there, there, there is so much that's going on in the mind of a person who is, quote, unquote, a believer. Uh, some of the things of, of the fact of, you know, have God left me? You know, is this my cross to bear? But even more so for some people, you know, they're stuck. They feel stuck. They want to get out. They want to be safe. They want to get out of the relationship. But they're, you know, but they've been indoctrinated to believe. Well, you know, you can't get out of it. You know, um, you know, God, God is not going to honor that if you get out of it. You can't get divorced for domestic violence. Uh, you hear crazy things like the fact you you made your bed, uh, so lay in it. Uh, did Did you undergo any of those type things there inside of your situation? Yes, indeed. I heard it all. And, you know, I stayed because I thought there was no other option because I was married to a, a pastor. And, you know, when you're in ministry, it's not supposed to go on. So what, who do you communicate with? Who do you say, you know, this is going on in my household when people are looking to you? And I experienced that when I went to our covering, the the first lady, pastor's wife, said, what did I do to cause him to hit me? There was no um Camaraderie, where she was backing me up or saying, you know, you don't put your hands on a woman, but the pastor himself, he was like, no, regardless of whatever she may have done or thought may have done, there's no reason for you to put your hand on a woman physically to harm her. And that's the misconception that's in a lot of the churches. They teach, they they teach that you know you're supposed to be submissive to the husband, and but it also it says likewise. So um, I, I think there's a lot of confusion as it relates to the Christianity in the kingdom of God. Well, I think that you, you almost put it mildly when we say there's a lot of confusion. And of course, I'm not here to bash uh, the church or that, but the reality is, is that there are there, there is a lot of confusion there because in many ways a victim is made to feel shame oftentimes by the doctrine that's been preached and oftentimes by well-meaning pastors and well-meaning ministers that says things that make the victim, uh, that puts them on a guilt trip, you know, uh, you know, like, you know. I wasn't submissive enough. Exactly. That's one of the things there. Now, you alluded to the word submissive, and, and, and unfortunately, the word submission has gotten a very bad rap. It's gotten a bad rap because, of fact, it's been misrepresent, misrepresentative, uh, misrepresented from the pulpit, and therefore, uh, for many people, they feel uh, that that word submission gives them uh, the right to dominate, to control their wife, to control their partners. And, and you said it so well. You know, most time people will go and they, they'll, they'll grab the scripture and they want to talk about Ephesians 5, and, you know, and they want to tell you what the Bible says, you know, and they want to go to the scriptures, interesting, I believe 5 and 22, and they want to go to that scripture that says, you know what, 
you know, uh, telling a uh, wife to submit yourself to your own husband and all those things there. But it's interesting that they don't read the scripture before it that says, and submitting yourself one to the other. And, you know, one of the things in the purest definition of that word is that that, that, that word submission, hapatasso, that word there means to align oneself under, means to align, to come into alignment with one another. So if that word means to come into alignment when it says, uh, says wives, submit yourself to your husband, then that third word means alignment when it comes to submitting yourself one to the other. It's simply meaning that we have to have balance. That means that we have to have balance. There's no way to be in a relationship if I don't value the part that you bring. You're in the relationship because you bring something to the relationship. And if I disregard that, if I disregard your worth, if I disregard the part that God has anointed you, and that's what I say, it's the anointing that God has placed upon your other half to help bring you out. So if I disregard that and I want to treat you as if you're non-existent, then I have violated the law of God. But we have to do something because too often what we're seeing happening is that there are people that are literally, and I do mean literally, there are individuals that are literally being uh, beaten across the head with the Bible and being forced or made to feel guilty about remaining in an abusive relationship. That is absolutely correct. Um, and, and I did feel trapped and, and felt as though I had no other option, so that's why I stayed. But, you know, the price had already been paid, and I was laying myself as a sacrificial lamb, and the sacrifice was already paid in full for me. So we don't have to pay a price to be who we are because the Lord had already done it, and that's one thing we have to learn as believers, as Christians in the kingdom that um, we're no more, there is no more sacrifice for that. You know, I'm so glad that you said that because, you know, right now, and I know that our audience is across the country, and I know that our audience uh, consists of so many different people. And, uh, and then those of you that may be listening, if you want to get in and uh, be a part of the call tonight, uh, you can call us at area code 323-784-9638. If you'd like to ask a question or be a part of make a comment, just hit the hit uh, one, and, I, and I'll see you, and I acknowledge you. We'll bring you on in just a second. But what would you say today to so many Christian women? They may be pastors' wives. They may be deaconess. They may be women that hold position in the church. They may be women that are just Mary Q. Public. What would you say to them if they're right now going through an abusive relationship? What would you say to them, to those that feel trapped, those that feel like um, they don't have a way out? What would you say? i say, you know, it's okay to tell. It's okay to cry loud and spare not. Um, tell somebody, communicate. I didn't tell anyone because I was so worried about the reproach that it would be would hold on the kingdom. You have to communicate and let people know what's going on because I didn't realize that at any moment one blow could have taken my life. And because I was silent throughout the whole ordeal, no one would have never known the truth. And um, that is the main tragedy in it all. No one would have ever known all of the hurt and the pain that I had experienced and had been going through had I not gotten out of that situation, had I not opened my mouth. 
You know, I think it's safe to say that there's a lot of work to be done when it comes to domestic violence, and especially domestic violence that occurs among the lives of believers and in the church. And I think one of the first things the church has to do is get rid of the Vegas mentality. And that is, you know, take away that underlining atmosphere now, underlining message that says what happens in this house stays in this house. Because what happens in this house doesn't stay in the house. Because we see it play out in the lives of children. We see it play out in the lives of individuals that are connected to that victim. And so we have to address that. We have to confront that. And so I think we have to start there. And we have to begin to hold one another accountable when these type of things happen. You're absolutely right. The accountability aspect is definitely lacking in the kingdom. And, um, you know, as I was going through my transition, one of the things that I realized that that individual, that the abuser, the perpetrator, he fears you more than you actually fear him because he is afraid of your power. He's afraid of the strength that you actually do possess. So that's why they they like to intimidate you and prohibit and become those dream snatchers to snatch your very existence away because of the fact that you're so powerful. And so it's safe to say, and I want to say this before we take a break, and and I definitely won't uh, have any other callers that would like to ask a question or have a comment, whatever, uh, please feel free if you're holding, uh, just to hit uh, the number one. If you'd like to call in, uh, if you're listening by uh, Internet, uh, you can call in at 323-784-9638. We have just a little bit of time left here. But uh, on the other side of the break, one of the things I want to say, and I I definitely want to really uh, hear your take on this, is this. You know, uh, you, you made a, you made mention of them being dream snatchers and dream breakers and all those things there. And, and I think what a, what a powerful analogy that you just made because the other part of that is this. Inside of this happening, when they're destroying you, they're destroying your sense of worth, your, uh, your sense of being, when you're being manipulated, called names, told that you're not worth anything, uh, basically saying you wouldn't be nothing without me, I am the whole reason that you're even – you know, important, they are doing exactly what the scripture described in John 10, 10. And the thief coming not before they what? Kill, steal, and destroy. And so we know that what is happening is, is demonic. Absolutely. So we'll uh, definitely, I mean, just powerful dialogue. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, I'm going to come back on the other side of the break. Uh, be time for one other caller if you'd like to call in at that time. Here we go, 323 Seven eight four nine six three eight. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. I'm your host, J.R. Thickman, and I look forward to uh, uh, just wrapping up on the other side of the break. If you have a question, call in, and I'll talk to you on the other side of the break. I'm so glad that you've joined us today here on the Soul of America Radio. Hope and Healing, journey to wholeness. I'll see you on the other side of the break.
And we're back. Thank you so very much. You're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. I am your host, uh, J.R. Thicklin, and so glad uh, we have just about uh, maybe about seven minutes before we're off the air for the night. Uh, thank you so very much. I do have another caller that is on the line, and um, and I definitely want to have uh, just a small second there to speak with them. And uh, as we are right at the bottom of our show, uh, all right, I have a caller there on the line, uh, number in is 6250. Good afternoon, caller. Good afternoon, Pastor Thicken. Um, I, I have a quick story to tell. I am a de- domestic violence survivor. Uh-huh. Okay, and I'm going I'm going into the story very quickly, okay, because I have a comments afterwards and a question so quickly. Um, I want to say I could still remember my abuser's hands tightly, like, squeezing my neck to a point where I was struggling to in- inhale air into my body. And I was frightened, grasping for air, and I did not want, I realized I didn't want it to die that day, especially through strangulations. And this is one of the first incidents of domestic violence I experienced while I was married to a controlling, abusive man. And the thing about that, too, is he, he, he was a Christian. Well, he claimed to be a child of God. Okay, wow. and even after this life, he claimed to be a child of God, and even after this life-threatening incident, um, he told me that um, it was something I said that caused him to choke me almost to the point of death. So I spent the next seven years or several years into that marriage trying to say or do anything that would cause him not to harm me or react violently. And little did I know, it only got worse. And the last straw resulted um, when he plotted and, and set me up to lose my life um, in Freeport or in Bahama, but no, but no one knew, knew where I was. Okay, and if, if his plot was successful, um, my child would have been without uh, his mother. Wow. Because his, his reasonings were, if I can't have you, no one can. So then my deepest desire and need became at that time to live and just be safe. So at this point, I cried out to God. I cried out to Jesus Christ. I said, help me. And I am here today because of God's grace and love, because Jesus dug way down in the valley and gave me the strength to get out of that. And then what happened was I, I was actually forced to file a restraining order against um, this, this person in, in the Palm Beach County Courthouse. And the date of restraining order was listed. I just hopped a plane and relocated to another country to seek safe place for me and my child. The, wow. the thing is... Um, Domestic violence victims have to give up so much, even in the process, which I don't understand is because I lost my home. And it paid wow. off home. It paid off. I lost that. Wow. And since since the attack has set up, I have seen this man, and he has seen the power of Almighty God. The woman who he tried to take out is alive, free today, and walking among the people. So not only has Jesus Christ spared my life to this day, I know that he will restore everything that I lost. I just want to say, if, if God is for you, to all domestic violence victims out there and survivors, if God is for you, who can be against you? That's why I give God all the praise and glory for delivering me out of the hands of abusive, abusive man. Now, Carla, I really appreciate that. Now, as you share that, once again, we see so many different layers, and once and it becomes even more confusing when 
when the background is the fact that the individual is a person of faith, meaning they believe in God and you know and they believe in love, and yet it's still love is not on display. And I I thank you so much for not only sharing your story, but we look to have you back at another time when uh, you can have time and we can have some dialogue. There, I'm quite sure there are those that are listening that might have a question for you. Uh, definitely, thank you so much for sharing with us uh, tonight on hope and healing. And I look for share with someone. We're here every 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 Monday at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you so very much. Well, uh, our time is just about gone, but I do want to acknowledge the caller here, one one last caller here, and we're going to get out of here. Um, thank you so very much, caller. Would you like to have something to say? I would just say God bless you, brother, and continue to do what you are doing. I'm with you. I am looking forward that the last Friday in October you would be able to come and visit us so we can share what you are sharing, that others will be healed, uh, may be healed. And I'm thankful. So I definitely know this voice anytime and anywhere, and it's so great to have uh, people on the field such as such as yourself. Uh, this is Pastor Williams, and yes, your whole your whole ministry, uh, bruised but not broken, is all Absolutely. about this very subject. Absolutely. Well, we look and it forward. is more settled than you think, and it's more and more well, you know, it's just in more places than you even expect it to be. Indeed, it be is. blessed. Thank you yeah. so much. We look forward to it, and looking forward okay. to having you back on again real soon. Thank you so okay, very much. God bless you. God, God bless you on today. Love you. Well, we've come to another ending here of Hope and Healing, uh, a journey to wholeness, and I'm so glad you joined us today. This is your host, J.R. Thicklet, and I'm so glad that you've joined us. And I ask that you continue to listen to Soul of America Radio. I join Bo. That's right. you got to join Bo on Thursday evening, 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time. You can join uh, Bo, and he will talk to you about relationship. Until that time, hey, this is J.R. Thicklet. I thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Join us again. That's right. Monday night, 9 o'clock, right here on Total America Radio. Thank you both so very much for being with me. And if you're in an abusive situation, I just want you to know there is a way out. Until next time, I'll see you on the other side.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.